0: accountable for any good and bad decisions that you make in reference to this podcast. Thank you. You have a great day. Hello, this is Willie Woods, The Financial Nut. And I was thinking, or pondering, or going over in my mind, over and over and over again, this question. I was wondering, what um, is my responsibility to other people? And I kept trying to figure out how to structure this question... And then it came to me that the question is already structured in the Bible, you know. And it goes a little something like this. Am I my brother's keeper? And looking at that question, you have to look at it really deep because your brother could be your physical brother, your brother from your mother, you know it could be a brother in a club, it could be a brother in a religion, it could be a brother anywhere, it could be a friend, it could be anything and I know that I'm responsible for me and my actions but am I responsible to my brother and that, that just left me, you know, wondering, um, am I doing the right thing when it comes to my brother? Because just like anybody, you know, I could sit there and I could gain all the gains from my investing that I can get Without teaching my brother how he could gain gains... Through the same type of investing that I'm investing in. Now, don't get me wrong. There's always that possibility... That my brother may not even want to invest. But as his brother... Is it my responsibility... To present the opportunity to him? And that's basically what I was pondering. You know, like you guys you're listening to podcasts, you're going out and getting it, but not everybody is like you. And if I was to help him, I could help him one or two ways. I could give him a fish and he could eat for a day, or I could teach him to fish and he could eat for a lifetime. And I'd rather teach him to fish and that is how the question became a question to me. Am I doing everything in my power to teach the people around me to fish? Or am I falling short? And it was bothering me because I do a little bit of trying to teach people. You know, I'm not going to beat anybody on the head until they do it. But, you know, I mention it here and there. I tell them, you know, what's so good about it or whatever. But I've never really taken the steps to get my brother or mostly anybody else invested. You know, I got a granddaughter who's pretty good. My daughter's pretty good. You know, I got some people. So don't get me wrong. I've instructed and helped some people get started. But there's more to it than just those few people. We got a world out here of people who are missing out on what I consider a great opportunity because they really don't understand exactly what's going on. You see, it used to be especially um, for people like me that You didn't do much investing because there were so many obstacles placed in your way that you never got to the point of where you invested. First of all, it was a cost. But that's after you got through the paperwork. The paperwork was so crazy that most people, you know, would give up before they even finished the paperwork because it just was not worth it. So the gate was the paperwork. But for those who got through the gate, the next thing was the commissions. The commissions could have been, if you called the broker, it could have been as much as $39 each way. $39 each way is $78 just to make whatever you make. So in order for you to invest, you had to have a pretty decent amount of money because it didn't make sense to pay commissions like that and not have that type of money and then came along the different brokers like Scott Trade and Sure Trade and Etrade and international brokers all kind of stuff and what they did is they cut the commissions And by them cutting the commissions and they cut the paperwork. So it was easier to get in, but there was still a commission. Their commissions were seven, eight, nine dollars. So you still had $18, $14, whatever dollars before you could get into the door to make a trade. That's the cost of buying and the cost of selling. See, you have to add that cost to your trade in order to know how much you have to make in order for the trade to be worthwhile. And with those obstacles, once again, you know, you got a few more people trading, but most people did not mess with it. So along came Robinhood and Webull and Stash, and people and all kind of other little sites. The, the paperwork's pretty easy. The cost to invest, basically zero. So all of a sudden, everybody can trade. And a lot, lot more people are trading, are investing, or whatever you want to call it. But... There's still people that I associate with who have never put a penny in the market and who are scared to. And that's where my question came from. Is it my responsibility to show them the opportunity that investing in stocks can bring them? Am I my brother's keeper? So, um, I came to the conclusion that, yes, it is. Just like I make these podcasts, it's my responsibility to talk to anybody who will hear me and let them know about investing. I'm an investing ambassador. I think everybody should invest. I think you should start early. I think that the younger you start, the better off you'll be. As a matter of fact, I will tell you, that if you're young and you have about $10,000 in investments by the time you're age 18, you don't have to put any more in there. And about the time you're um, 50, 60 years old, you'll have a million dollars. Now, most people want a million quicker than that. So, of course, they'll continue putting money in there, continue investing. But you don't have to. So... I'm bringing that up to you because a lot of you are learning. You're not an expert, but you don't have to be an expert to get somebody else to start investing. You just got to explain to them that investing is a part of life nowadays. And if you don't invest, you're doing yourself a disservice. And you say, well, I don't invest, Um, I buy houses. Buying a house is an investment. Or it can be. Buying and selling cars is an investment. Or it can be. Buying and selling stuff on Amazon or e-commerce is an investment. Or it can be. So, I do stocks. That's what I do. But all them other forms are still investing. And i rather somebody do something... In the investment arena, then do nothing. So if you're in the houses, do houses. If you're in the cars, do cars. If you're in the food, do food. Do whatever you do, but do it. See, when um, Nike came out with that saying a couple of years back, a few years back, That should have given you the worthwhile to just go out and get it done. This is Willie Woods, The Financial Nut, and I'm out.